about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Hello and welcome to this week's program. This program is titled All In. All in with the Lord. Maybe you could title it a different way. Just all in in life in general. You can't do things halfway. So this program is about scripture. It's about God's word. And it's about us giving it all in to and with him and his word. The Bible says that God's word never returns void. Are you all in with that? Or are you teetering on the fence? If you're wondering why you don't get prayers answered, they don't come very easily to anyone who isn't sure that Jesus has authorized them to pray and to get results. It's all about knowing that you know that you know that Jesus is Lord that his word never returns void, and that this day, yes, this day, you can see miracles occurring in your life. From the minute you begin to pray, from the minute you begin to use his word, God's word never, ever returns void. But Art, you don't understand. Sometimes things don't go work the way they're supposed to. And, and, and you know, we all have problems. We all have situations. That's not because of God, my friend. That's because of Satan who hates your guts because you look a lot like God to him. And if you ever figured out who you were in Christ, you'd be a real threat to the kingdom of dark, of darkness. But, as it is, most, I don't want to say most, but a lot of Christians never figure out who they are in Christ. You know, the multiplying factor on success and failure in your life, in my life, everyone's life, is who we think we are. Do we think we really are children of God? Or is it convenient to only think that on Sundays and then act like the rest of the world the rest of the week? Because if you listen to the rest of the world, if you take your advice from all those around you instead of from God's Word, you will become like those you hang around. If you just get your information from Google, you will be a composite product of Google. And if they choose not to print something because they deem it not responsible, then that won't be included in your equation. Right now, there are a lot of people speculating on this virus, and they want to know, they want answers. And then they tell us, well, you know, you're going to have to get this and you have to get that. And, you know, and that's all well and good for the scientists to do that. Wonderful. But what does God's word say about every virus, every germ, anything that's going on. Did you, do you know? Or have you taken the time to think about it? This program is geared to stirring up people to think about, about especially, God's Word. Is it fiction or is it fact? 
You know, you have to determine if it's fact or fiction in your mind. Because if you determine that some of it's well, some of it's okay, some of it's not, you know, it was written by men, you know, they could have messed up. You're a, you're just a weed, weed blowing in the wind, or, or a reed, the way the Bible says it, blowing in the wind. You're just not sure. You're double-minded. Some people are triple-minded. They get... They get to think in one way, the way they were brought up, then somebody, well-meaning relative, comes along and shows them another way, and they believe that. And then comes God's Word, and they go, oh, man, I, I don't know about that stuff. The scientists today, man, any scientist worth his salt who hasn't read the Bible, in my mind, isn't a scientist at all. He isn't interested in opening his mind. He's afraid of understanding that there's spiritual laws. Spiritual laws. They are laws. Some people call them principles of success or the laws of prosperity. I'm telling you, they're spiritual laws that were put into effect on this planet by a creator. Yeah, a creator. Someone who actually designed a system that works every single time and is working every single time for each and every one of us every day of our life. The problem is you're activating the system without knowing it. You're putting in false information and you're getting the results you don't want because you are putting in information that's incorrect. False data in, false data out. Data in, data out. Whatever you put in, you'll get back. Now, where are you going to get the true data? I know. Let's turn on the news 24-7. Man, they have really exposed themselves. All of them. Every single one was about the ratings. If you can find a news program that actually gives you truth, then you got something worth listening to. And that used to be the way it was. It used to be that it was totally had integrity in what was being reported on. That opinions. Opinions. Oh my gosh, opinions. Opinions. They're like armpits. Everybody's got a couple. And they usually, they usually stink. So opinions, I don't want to know what someone else thinks. I want to know what the truth is. Report the truth. And when it comes to God's Word, I believe, totally, that it's completely, 1,000% accurately true, because it was guided by the Holy Spirit when men were writing it down. I don't know if you've ever sat and, and just be, be been quiet before the Lord and, and asked a question, but generally speaking, the Holy Spirit will bring to you the answer. That's what he does. That's why he was sent here. Jesus said that he had to go away so the Holy Spirit could come, so each one of us could reconnect to God, the Father, as Jesus was connected to him. Jesus was connected to the Father. And he'd only, he said, he only says what his Father says to say, and he only does what his Father said to do. That's the way you and I are supposed to revamp uh, our lives and change our lives so we listen to the Holy Spirit.
Now, each one of us guaranteed today, whatever day you're listening this, to this on, something in your life isn't quite perfect or right, or it might be very wrong. But that is not changed the fact that God said it can be changed, that by using his word and actually activating a kingdom that he built, we talk about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. God made this earth. If you believe, believe that, he made the earth, but he built a kingdom that is so far superior to whatever is going on in this earth right now. And all we have to do is learn to activate it. The scientists, boy, they just continually want to dis, you know, describe it as, well, there was a big bang. And when that big bang occurred, we can measure everything since the big bang. We just can't measure anything from before the big bang because there was nothing. Oh, really? There was nothing. There was total, no, total disorder, disorganization, nothing. And then one day there was a big bang. Do you know how stupid that sounds? There was a big bang, but God said, light be, and there was a bang. And light began to exist, intelligence began to exist, and, and the universes that we are aware of began to exist, at, and it still continues to expand at the rate of 186,000 miles per second. That's right. And any scientist or NASA person or anybody else knows that. They know that. They just don't want to go back to the bang and prior to the bang, and say, well, there must have been intelligence that created this. No, it was total disarray, darkness, unintelligence, nothing, and all of a sudden, everything began to exist at a subatomic level that they now call, call quantum. They call what we call the kingdom of God, they call it quantum physics, quantum biology, quantum. What does that mean? Quantum means the subatomic level of something all the way down to the so small you can't even measure it. There's no way to measure it. Yet God or someone or something created it. It didn't come from nothing. And so anybody in, oh, come on. I mean, any five-year-old kid knows nothing. You can't get something from nothing. You know, blessed is the five-year-old kid that has parents that buy him things, get him things, and love him, because that's where it comes from, the parents having something to give. Do you think God Almighty, our Father who created us, doesn't want to give you something? wants to give you the keys. He wants to give you the keys to a kingdom that operates apart from the kingdom of earth. Now, on earth, we have the buying and selling, and we have what they call the Babylonian system of how you do business. But Jesus came and he made some remarkable statements. And if you don't believe me, just go look it up. I'll give you some scriptures in a second. But Jesus made some incredible statements. And he says, come buy and sell without money. What? What? Come buy and sell without money? How are you going to do that? 
buy, get what you want by faith. Faith is a currency. You have to understand what faith is. Faith is not what religion you belong to. Unfortunately, religion has watered down the word, which is here to assist each one of us every day. Yes, it's great to have repetitive things to do. And that's great that we continue to love the Lord by attending church. Got it. Love it. But faith is, is the substance. In Hebrews it says, faith is the substance. It's a substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. So it's a substance and it's an evidence. And Jesus is saying, Bring, come by without money. Faith is currency. Now, to the degree that you use your faith is another thing. And that's, unfortunately, where a lot of people fall short. Faith is a currency. Faith is the key. Faith is the key to operating quantum physics, the subatomic level, the kingdom of God. The kingdom that God, what does he tell us? Jesus said, how should, they said, how should we pray? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallow, holy, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, the kingdom is present. How does thy kingdom come? It comes through revelation that it's here for each one of us and how to operate it. I believe all 66 books of the Bible, especially the New Testament, are a user-friendly manual that if you will do what Jesus said to do, will automatically operate the quantum physics of your life, the kingdom of God in your life. You know that. You know that tithing, those of you who tithe, you know that it's, it's a command to do it 10% of your money. Why? Why would God say that? Do you think he needs your money? He's teaching you that it is by sowing and and giving that you start a law, a spiritual law, into effect that will bring more money into your life. Yes, it's the way it works. By sowing, you get back more. Pressed down, shaken together, and flowing over. 30, 60, and 100-fold return. What bank offers you that? None of them. So here we sit, and we're looking at our country, we're looking at the leadership, looking at the decisions made on a daily basis. My question is, where's the church? Who's the church? Where's the church? Where's the body of Christ? Where are those who know that they know that they know that God's Word can transform our community, our, our town, our state, and our government, all we have to do is use the kingdom of God principles, the spiritual laws, and pray knowing as believers that God's in charge and get the people out that don't. I'm sorry, if the church continues to turn over this country to total disruptive, unbelieving people, then don't complain about what you get. Because you will get unbelieving people that don't give a darn about the things you care about. Stealing, taking, 
hurt, you know, just getting this country messed up the way that they want to because they believe it's right. I'm sorry. The Word of God is pretty profound and pretty solid in what it says. All we've got to do as believers is believe and start to not be squeamish and back down and run away and hide, but to stand up as the army of believers, not in a hostile way, but in a prayerful way. And it's time for the body of Christ, the armies of Jesus, to rise up as powerful overcomers in this earth and and utilizing the kingdom of God. We've now entered into a new year. Wow, 2022. And in this year, this new year we've just begun, how are you going to do or what are you going to do that's different from last year in order for you to see the results that God would want you to see? Do you believe you have anything to do with it? Are you a Christian who's just sitting there waiting for God to do everything when in fact he's already done everything? And he sat down and Jesus sat down at his right hand? That's right. Jesus is already seated at the right hand of God. You should know that. You do know that. Or at least you tell yourself you know that. But what does that mean to you? It means you are seated in Christ. And if you are seated in Christ, you're seated at the right hand of God in Christ. And you have the full authority to use the name of Jesus. That's who we are. So I asked that question before, who do you think you are? If you don't know who you are in Christ, then you're going to allow this world and this the opinions of those who don't know Christ to allow to sway you, push you in places you don't belong. Don't walk around broke, busted, sick and disgusted. Jesus came to show you a new way, the way, the kingdom of God. He wants to bless you. He wants to bless me. He wants to bring to us the kingdom principles, the spiritual laws, and he did. And all we've got to do is understand what they are. So, in last week's program, I kind of left off here, but we have to take it, everything we want, by faith. Faith is the currency. It's not how much you have in the bank. And that's why Jesus said to the rich young ruler, get rid of what's in the bank, you know, and and give it. Because you would have, if you, if in his case, if he would have done that, he would have released a spiritual law where more would have come back. He's telling us, don't rely on what we have in the bank. And for those that don't have anything in the bank, you know what I'm talking about. There's nothing to rely on. But you can rely on God. You can rely on the kingdom. You can rely on the principles, the spiritual laws, that when activated will bring more into your life without money. You don't have to buy something to get it. Someone can actually give it to you. Someone who God has chosen can transfer something to you when you use your faith. So, are we using our faith? Let's use our faith. Let's go here to Mark 4.24. 
Then he said, Jesus, then he said to them, Take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, more will be given. So if you hear the word of God, you're going to get more of the word of God. If you're not hearing it or getting it, you're going to, it's, what's the point of reading more? You're not going to get it. You have to open your heart and open your mind to the word. And Jesus here, Mark 4, 24, then he said to them, take heed what you hear. With the same measure you use it, it will be measured to you. So if Jesus says, two or more agree as to touching anything and it shall be done. Are you using it and believing it? Because if you're not, you're not going to get any more. With the same measure you use it, it will come back to you. The biggest revelation for me, I believe, has been the fact that when I say God's promises, like no weapon formed against me will prosper, for my righteousness is of the Lord, something like that. I have come to a point where I absolutely know that I know that I know and believe it. It's true. I think there was a time when I first started saying that, that I, I just said it. And I didn't actually believe it, but I said it. Now, the Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you don't hear the Word somewhere then faith isn't growing. So you have to either be the one speaking the word out loud so you can hear it, or be with other people that are speaking the word out loud so you can hear it. Or today, you can go online and find the preacher you want to follow and listen that way. But you've got to hear the word of God. Yes, you also have to put your eyes on it and then go to the Bible and read it to verify it. But faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word. And, with, and then if you don't use it, what does it say um, in, in James? I think it is, be, ye, uh, uh, be a doer of the Word, not just a hearer only, deceiving your own self. So then if after you hear it, you don't do it, you're just kidding yourself. When I talk to people today, and I do believe, and the reason I'm so firm and so all in, the word is all in with the Lord, uh, is because I believe we're in an hour in this earth where if you don't get all in, you're going to get all down. Right now, wherever you look, people are just not sure what to do. Everything's upside down and backwards. They're not happy about life. A lot of cases, they just don't even want to go out of their house. They're afraid they'll either get sick or they'll begin around somebody who is sick, or you can go to a concert and get shot. I mean, all these different things. So people are living in fear. And if you think this is fear, just wait. It's it, The more the church takes a back seat, the more fear takes a front seat. And hell, if you ever go there, and I pray you don't, hell is driven by fear. You wouldn't even have one moment of non-torment in hell. People say, I don't believe in that. So when I die, I'm not going. Well, I don't believe, you say you don't believe in gravity, but if you jump off the Empire State Building, you're going down.
And I guarantee you, if you don't accept Jesus as your Lord, I'm sadly going to say there is a hell and you will witness it. Don't even risk it. Don't even risk it. Don't even risk it. That is too risky. Eternity and total fear. Just right now, what's going on and the fear that people have is unprecedented. And there's going to come a time, the time is coming, when people are trying to cause you to, 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 to get to a point where you're going to have to get vaccinated and vaccinated. Let's put, let's do it. If, let's put a chip in your, in your hand because with that chip, that's already being done, by the way, in another country, that you, we can tell if you've been vaccinated. That way you can do business. You can come into this business. You can buy. You can sell. Because now you have the chip that says you've been vaccinated. They've been looking for a way to do this for years. It's not here yet, but it's very clear. It's knocking at the door. And I forget what country it is. If it was, um, I forget which one it is. Uh, but there's a, one of the countries uh, that is actually implementing that right now. So. All I'm saying to you and I, if you think now you're afraid, first of all, the Bible says you've not been given a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. And though the mountains tumble into the sea and the earth be done away, still will you not fear. So stop it. Stop it. That's what you do if you have fear. Stop it. Oh, Art, I can't stop fear. I just get nervous. That's just the way I am. You hear what you're saying? I'll tell you the way I am. I have the mind of Christ, and I have been restored in Christ. I am seated in Christ. I pray that he helps me fulfill my sacred destiny here on the earth, that I've been delivered from the spirit of fear, poverty, sickness, and death, that I've been redeemed from the curse that's attached to the breaking of the law. Are you saying those things? Because now is the time to rise up and say them. Now is the time. You say, I don't know, Art, I can't do that. I've never done anything quite like that. That I I, I don't want to get that bold. Well, I'm all in for the Lord. I pray that you are, because the day is coming that if you're not all in with the Lord, I believe you'll be overtaken by fear, and I, I pray that that doesn't happen. So this is still time to prepare, to prepare for what's about to come. Your imagination is is the most valuable creative part of you and your meditation uh, is a spiritual experience so what you see in your own mind you are actually activating spiritual laws because you're you god gave us this center of imagination that whatever we imagine will come to pass it activates the subatomic structure in the earth. It activates the quantum subatomic structure, the kingdom of God. And that's what the imagination does. So when you imagine yourself sick, when you imagine yourself afraid, when you imagine yourself getting old, you will, because it's the most powerful thing. Now, retraining your imagination, retraining what you think, that's difficult. It's like swimming up Niagara Falls. I get it. But it's time to make a decision that this is the year to set those goals and to get yourself moving in a positive direction. So let's do that. 
Let's do that together on this program. Tune in every week, and we'll talk more about how to be all in with the Lord. We will overcome with the Word, the blood of the Lamb, and the Word of our testimony. That's what the Bible says to do. The saints overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of their testimony. What's your testimony? We're going to change that. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back. Don't go away. This is all in. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war. It's about peace. It's about changing history. It's about you. It's about me. It's about time. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. 2 Chronicles 7.14 WFYL reminds you to pray for America. It's about time, it's about space, it's about saving the human race. It's about hate, it's about love. It's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time. Welcome back to the program. This program, as I said, is called All In. I believe that All In is the theme that God is bringing on the body of Christ. I believe that he wants all his people now to say, we're all in. Praise you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise his holy name. Praise God Almighty. Praise Jesus. And thank you, sir, for what you did at the cross. You went to the cross. You defeated Satan. You paid the price for our sins. Got us free Gift of, the free gift of life and mercy, and then handed us the keys to the kingdom to defeat Satan on a planet which Satan stole from God's man, Adam. And he's telling you and I, we're now born again. Here's the keys. Activate the kingdom the way Adam was supposed to. Activate the quantum laws the way Adam was supposed to and live life according to my word. And my word, the reason God says his word will not return void is because he created a system by which it listens to his word. When you use his word, his word causes atoms and molecules to change, whether it's health, wealth, or eternal life. You are a transformed person. The atomic structure of your health changes the subatomic structure when we take God's word. And in Mark 4, verse 11, he talks about being a sower, and the sower sows the word. The word. What word? God's word. God's word never returns void. We can put our full trust and belief in God's word. 
That's why no other faith other than that in Christ, no other faith has a Savior. And no other faith has a guarantee through the blood that when we use his name, all the atomic structure can't fail. So they all try to imitate parts of this faith. And it's unfortunate that some of them get more into the faith realm than the Christians do, because in the Christian world, they water down the faith. But the bottom line is, faith is the substance. God's word is the guarantee. Jesus's blood is an absolute knowing that you can't fail. And when it's all said and done, you still get to go to heaven because you knew Jesus. I don't know a better deal. All right, so there's the kingdom of buying and selling that Satan operates, the Babylonian system. Then there's the kingdom of God, where you sow and you reap and you give and you receive. And out of that kingdom, you're blessed going in, blessed going out, more every day, more every day, more every day. And you live off the kingdom of God, not allowing money and the buying and selling, not that you can't do it, but not to allow that to control you. When you go out, let's say you're a young family and you're going out to look for a house. And today, they can be quite expensive and even hard to find. So you have to believe for the house and believe for the money and the credit score and everything else you need if you're going to borrow it. But what if I said to you, let's believe for the entire amount of money to buy the house? Oh, Art, nobody buys a house that way. I know. In the buying and selling side of life, that's true. And I'm not saying it's a sin to do that. And I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. But why not believe for the money to come or a house to come? Aside from that, allowing the kingdom of God to have a chance to operate in your life. So we want to look at both systems, but we want to rely on God's kingdom, not on the earth kingdom. And we want to trust the Lord to get us where we're going. So when we do that, we're activating the kingdom side. And we say, Lord, here's the amount of money I need to buy that house. I am receiving by faith that money. Now, we go back to, well, Art, that could take a long time. Really? Um, again, I bring you back to the throne where you're seated in Christ and time doesn't affect you. It should be instant. I know that just getting you to believe that you can even get the money is a big chore, let alone to believe you can get it in 24 hours. So let's just believe that God has a plan to not put you in debt. Because he told us, owe no man anything <coughs> except to love him. <coughs> right? Didn't he tell us that in his word? So let's give it a try. Give it a try. Believe. Believe. Teach yourself how to believe that God wants to bless you with the money to buy that house. And then go about sowing seed to get there. Because without sowing, there is no reaping. Uh, that's the sower sows the word. Now, I don't have time to go into Mark 4.11 today, but that's one of my favorite places. Where What are we going to sow? Well, you got to sow, first of all, you got to sow the word that you're praying for the right thing. And then you need the scripture to back it up. And then you need to believe. And then you need to just know that God's going to bring it to pass and move ahead as if it's done. No one can serve two masters. You'll either hate the one or love the other, or you'll be devoted to one and despise the other. 
So what happens is, and this happens often in relationships, if one person's really on the believing side and the other person isn't, you get into a big conflict there because you don't have anyone to agree with when it comes to this type of thing. So you got to find somebody to agree with and, and just don't give up on your spouse. Just pray for them and believe for them that they're going to come to be all in with Jesus because it's the only way you can be equally yoked. But at the same time, God's word never returns void. So if you attach scripture to what you're praying for, and then you invoke uh, Luke 16, 17, it says it's easier for heaven and earth to disappear than for the least stroke of a pen to drop out of the law. What does that mean? God has created spiritual laws that are quantum laws. Those laws will not fail. That's why he can say his word will never return void. If you use his word and believe it and speak it, he knows it because he created a law. What's a law? Well, we know that the laws uh, of the commandments, and we know those, but I'm talking about other laws, laws that govern nature, laws like like gravity, laws like like all, all types of laws that just govern the universe and everything and how it stays in place, and, and they're laws. Not one of his laws will drop away. That's why you can count on, if you use his word, the laws must operate in your favor. And they will, if you believe. And so it's in believing that we lose it. We have to get back to that, that we actually believe this. And it says here um, that the la- not even the least stroke of the pen to drop out of the law, nothing is going to drop out of God's law ever. His laws are firm, fixed and they will not change. Faith, or belief, shifts your battle. If you're in a battle for something and seemingly not coming, faith and belief have to be strengthened. That's how you shift the battle in your favor. And if you don't believe, you won't receive. And that's why a lot of people pray and don't get their prayers answered. They just don't believe. Oh, but I do believe. I do believe. I do believe. I do believe. (laughs) And then Somebody says to you, did you get the thing you're praying for? And you go, nah, I ain't get it. Well, that's not believing. You are now speaking. You think you're speaking truth. But what you're really doing is changing the laws that were getting you what you prayed for and telling them that you didn't get it. Therefore, I don't expect to get it. So words matter. Everything coming out of our mouth matters. And how we believe matters. Okay. We're supposed to rest in all this. This is, was all designed so that we could understand this and then rest. Adam was doing a lot of resting. Here, look, in, in um, Hebrew, Hebrews 4, 1 and 2. <clears throat> Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us all as well as to them, Who's them? Those that are not in the kingdom. But the word which they heard did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. I'm going to read this again, because you have to mix the word with faith. You have to mix it with faith. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering into his rest, so we want to enter into the rest of knowing our prayers answered, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. So fear, in this case, meaning 
Tremble, man, inside, and make sure you don't come short of this, and here's how. Here's what happens. For indeed, the gospel, the gospel, the good news, what Jesus preached, right, was preached to us as well as to them. Who are them? Those that haven't been interested in Jesus or receiving him. It's preached to everything. Everybody has knows it's been preached. It's out there. The word of God is out there. But the word, the word which they heard didn't show any profit to them. They heard it, but nothing, it didn't profit them. Ah, oh, my prayers aren't answered. Ah, oh, my prayers aren't answered. Yeah, oh, yeah, I tried that, speaking it. I tried believing it. I tried praying. I even did a 30-day prayer thing. I did this, I did that, but they didn't believe it. It didn't profit them. It didn't profit them. Not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. If it's not mixed with faith, faith is the mixer that causes your prayer to get answered. You got to work on your faith, your belief. And if you work on your belief and exercise and mix your faith in with the word, the quantum level of, bi of biology, of, of physics, of nature, of everything will never fail. You are getting what you believe, but you're getting what you don't want because that's what you believe. So the quantum is always working. The kingdom is always working, but you're getting what you don't want, because that's what your level of belief is. So we've got to change our belief. It's not just politely saying, oh God, please fix my life. I mean well, but I always screw up. Come on, come on. Jesus came that you could have life and have it more abundantly. You should be so jazzed up. You should be so wired up. I always say I'm wired up and fired up for Jesus. If you knew that you were a king's kid, and I have on my little pin here, it says I'm a king's kid. If you knew you were a king's kid, I mean real royalty, really a king's kid, how would you act? Would you act like a beggar? Would you go to God begging him to please heal you? Or would you make decrees knowing that it's your just right? How's it my just right, Art? It's my just right because I'm joint heirs with Jesus, the Christ. Yeah, it's your right. Satan has stolen it, and he steals your thoughts, steals your imagination, and then causes you to fail, thereby causing you to stop trying. And his goal with every Christian, every born-again Christian, is to get them to try to stop trying. If he can get you to stop trying... You're no longer a threat to him and his kingdom. So, here we are. The tongue is the mixer that makes the difference when you add belief. So your tongue speaks out God's word, mixing in the faith and causing that word to activate the quantum level of subatomic structures in the earth that are causing all things to work together for good for you if you trust the Lord. I don't know how much clearer it can be. I know, I know, we've all tried for many years, but now it's time to get it, guys. Set your New Year's resolutions and be resolute. What does that mean, resolute? Set a resolute thing. You're not going back. I'm not going to repeat last year. I'm not going back there. I'm not going to do it that way. I'm going to be transformed from this world by the renewing of my mind. I'm going to be transformed transformed, transformed into the Christ, the person of Christ that he wants me to be. 
We have to transform our soul is what we have to do. Um, your soul must agree with your words. So if you're taking God's word and you're speaking it, but your soul doesn't really believe it, it's conflict. We have to change and take it by faith and believe. In uh, Mark 9:23, Jesus said to him, If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Who believes. All things, all things, all things are possible to him who believes. How can you dispute these things, Jesus says? Mark 9:23. Now, spaced repetition changes your belief. What does that mean, Art? Spaced repetition. Taking God's Word, saying it out loud over and over, and then coming back and doing it again, coming back and doing it again. Spaced repetition. Spaced repetition. Speaking God's Word out loud. Taking the promises of God, speaking them out loud every day. Maybe a list of them that you repeat every day. And we have a book available with promises in it that we I use. I've been using it for over 30 years, maybe more, that I speak out loud every day. And the God's Word drops from your head to your heart. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's not just the words you're saying. It's the music you're playing, which brings us to another topic, which is sound. They're finding out today that sound can move mountains. If you use the right frequency, you can cut through a mountain. You can let you can lift heavy things with sound frequency. Your voice is sound. In the old days or in the past days in the Bible, we heard stories of when they blow they blew the the, the horns, the bugles, and the sound would cause things to happen. The frequencies we could talk about, I could talk about this for the next three hours, but I don't think you'd listen. So let's just stop and recap. I'm telling you that if you take God's word and on the website, armies with the number four, Jesus, armies number four, armies4jesus.com, you will find a scripture, I call them power scriptures, power scripture book. And we're in the process of updating that and we'll have them available. But the Power Scripture books where you can repeat these scriptures out loud every day through spaced repetition and cause your mind to be transformed and shut off the news and shut off the associations that are pulling you down and just put in God's Word for the next 90 days and see if it makes a difference, because it will. And you're looking here to take the vitamins that increase your belief, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What you, when you pray, believe what you're saying. Believe what you're praying for. We are in Christ. God loves us so much. He loves you. He forgave you of all sin. All sin. So you've been judged and you're now under mercy. But yet people walk around feeling really unworthy and they're not thinking that God wants to give them what they're asking for. So their level of belief is hindered by the fact that God, they think God's not happy with them. But I messed up. You know, I did this. I did that. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. 
That is the greatest we- one of the greatest weapons that Lucifer, the devil, Satan, uses on people to make you feel like you shouldn't really ask God for anything. You shouldn't really believe because he knows that if you do, you're going to get it and you're not you're going to overpower what he's trying to do. Satan will get you to believe what he wants you to believe if you're listening to him. He'll get you to believe you're going to die young if you want to buy into that. He'll get you to believe that you're going to be broke if you want to buy into that. He'll get you to believe that you're better off stealing from people than giving to them if you want to buy into it. His information is all about getting to use you to do his work. He can't do a thing in this earth to operate the kingdom without a human being operating it for him. See, the earth and the kingdom were made for us to operate. God gave you the ability to speak. In the book of James, it says, the power of life and death is in your tongue. When you speak, when Jesus spoke, that is what activated the subatomic level, the quantum level of the kingdom to produce the results he wanted. When he cursed the fig tree, he cursed it at the roots. And when they came back the next day, it was all dried up, shriveled up in 24 hours. It usually takes a long time, especially fig trees. They're tough. But Jesus' word went right to the subatomic structure, and it choked it off immediately because he wasn't operating under time. He was operating... Because he was in God, God was in him. So therefore, instantaneous. His words believed. He believed completely what he said. If he said it, he knew it was done. He was there when God made this foundation that everything works on. The kingdom of God. Our Father, who art in heaven, holy be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. What's his will? For you to operate the kingdom and to have victory. I keep really hammering away at this because so many for so long have so lost the power of God working in their life because of unbelief. And that's unfortunate. But we love the Lord and he loves us. And He he's made you Rights righteous. You are no longer under. You're not. You're not. You're not under any curse anymore. You're, it's you've been delivered. We've all been delivered. It's a great way to go into the new year. All things, all debts forgiven, all sin forgiven, and start the new year knowing who you are in Christ. And don't hang out with people who don't who keep reinforcing the fact that you can't get what you pray for. It's a law of association. You you keep hanging out with them, and you're going to be like them. I'm I'm sorry, but you you will become who you are associated with. And you, as long as you allow them to have authority with what they say. They could rule rule your life because you don't want to upset them. Say, so I don't want to upset them by telling them the truth. So therefore, I'll allow them to talk authoritatively 
and I'll just agree with them. You know, really? You're going to agree with them when you know it's not what you want? So association is very important. Matthew 6.24, I finally got to the second scripture on today's program. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. What does that mean? Now, you just got done telling us, Art, we should be able to pray for money, we should be able to pray for anything, and now you're saying you can't have two masters. No, there's two kingdoms. Two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of buying and selling that Satan operates, the Babylonian system. Then there's the kingdom of God, where you sow and you reap, and you give and you receive. And out of that kingdom, you're blessed going in, blessed going out, more every day, more every day, more every day. And you live off the kingdom of God, not allowing money and the buying and selling, not that you can't do it, but not to allow that to control you. When you go out, let's say you're a young family and you're going out to look for a house. And today, they can be quite expensive and even hard to find. So you have to believe for the house and believe for the money and the credit score and everything else you need if you're going to borrow it. But what if I said to you, let's believe for the entire amount of money to buy the house? Oh, Art, nobody buys a house that way. I know. In the buying and selling side of life, that's true. And I'm not saying it's a sin to do that. And I'm not saying it's wrong to do that. But why not believe for the money to come or a house to come? Aside from that, allowing the kingdom of God to have a chance to operate in your life. So, we want to look at both systems but we want to rely on God's kingdom, not on the earth kingdom. And we want to trust the Lord to get us where we're going. So when we for joining us on this program, we're out of time. And I pray that you set your New Year's goals and resolutions the right way this year. See you next week. It's about time. It's about space. It's about saving the human race. It's about hate. It's about love, it's about everything above. It's about war, it's about peace, it's about changing history. It's about you, it's about me, it's about time.